0: Hi friends, JP here. Before we begin today's episode, Mark Twain said, without dreams and goals, there is no living, only merely existing. And that is not why we are here. As you begin the new year, I think it is critically important to challenge yourself on how you are living so that you get clear on what matters most to you in your relationships, career, financial health, physical health, even spirituality. And so over the next four podcasts, we are going to play for you our using the science of goal setting to build a better life series for you. This is a process that we've used with Olympic and professional athletes, leaders from around the world, and is what I use myself to get focused for the year. You go to our Facebook group you can download the worksheet so you can fill in each of the podcast uh, episode kind of uh, things to think about and write down. Um, so as usual the suggestion is go for a walk listen in and take time to think about the life and career and relationships you want and then go home Go to our Facebook group, print out the worksheet, and then start crafting on paper the life you want to lead. It can be a really powerful process. And by the way, this is a great thing that you can do with a partner or a dear friend. And it actually brings in a bit of accountability into the process, which is is great. I'll finish with a Henry David Thoreau quote. What you get by achieving your goals is not as important as what you become by achieving your goals. I'll say that again. What you get by achieving your goals is not as important as what you become by achieving your goals. And now on to the show. Welcome to The Last 8% Morning. This is J.P. Palu-Fry. It is so great to be with you today. Are you wanting to be effective, get stuff done, maybe get in shape, take control of your life, but are finding that instead It seems you are losing focus, procrastinating maybe, feeling lazy or unmotivated, and becoming frustrated. Well, you are not alone. It is so common that we have good intentions to do well, be productive, but fall off the horse and lose focus and have trouble getting going again. In this episode, the science of goal setting to build a better life And in this opening episode, we provide you with an approach to start anew with a plan to help you build momentum and create the kind of relationships, life and career you want. We've used this approach with Olympic athletes for over 20 years, but you don't need to be an athlete to benefit. You just need to be a human like me, who wants to do well and take on their big challenges their last 8% situations and use them to create better versions of ourselves. And today and in the series, we are going to use goal setting to help us get there. Let's walk. Out and walking, feeling our feet on the ground, standing tall, looking around, feeling grateful. Feeling our belly rise and fall. Feeling our hands and our arms swing as we move. And just feeling so fortunate to be here to do this work. So, really see if you can let go of wherever you were, whatever you were thinking or doing, and just be present in this moment. Really arrive in this moment. Feel our feet contact the ground. Feel our belly rise and fall. And oftentimes, I suggest that we go back and forth between the two, feeling our belly rise and fall. And then in between, going to a part of our body that we are paying attention to. And sometimes I literally go from belly rise and fall to feet. And then belly rise and fall to ankles. And I move my way through the body. And I don't always cover the whole body. But that's just one of the ways. What we're trying to do is get more present in the moment, more here, more now. Just move our body as we are able. Mood follows movement. So we use movement, not just because it helps us stay in shape and it uses up calories. That's great. But more so, when we move, our mood follows So, feeling our feet on the ground, standing tall, looking around, feeling grateful, and just being present. And moving to now mindfulness of our idea of the day, which is the science of goal setting. And this is the opening of our series. And Because there's so much to cover, we're going to do a little less walking mindfulness to start. So while this is a workshop, the best way to use it is to go for a walk as usual and reflect on the questions that I'm going to be asking you. And then when you find some sufficient time, sit down and start writing. I cannot stress enough how important it is that you actually sit down and write. We'll come back to that a little later. This is one of the longest workshops we will be doing in the course of the podcast, because we integrate a significant amount of looking back over our lives to get a better sense of our story, which is what we're going to start to craft today and in all of these episodes. So don't expect that you will be able to do all of this in one sitting. You won't. Seneca said, our plans miscarry because they have no aim when a man or woman does not know what harbor they're making for, no wind is the right wind. There are very few things worse in life than being or feeling aimless. I must say in our work at IWHP, where we train and coach people on emotional intelligence and we do research or in our work with Olympic athletes, there's almost nothing worse than someone who's feeling aimless, who's not sure where they are going or what matters most to them, or at least it's not tangible to them, who doesn't have a plan. Life is hard enough as it is. As I say to my team at IWHP and they sometimes chide me for it because it sounds so negative, Um, but it's something I wholeheartedly believe. Life is full of suffering. And of course, that's not my original idea. It came from people far wiser than myself, like the Buddha and other spiritual figures. But it's true, and it points to a truth. Life is hard. You feel it. I feel it. We struggle. That's just part of the human condition. It's not being negative. It's actually just seeing clearly what's true. And the reason we need to have a plan, which is what this goal-setting workshop series is all about, is because it is easy to lose our way in the moment and forget what matters to us, what we want out of life. The momentary temptations that we face can get in our way, like grabbing our phone or not following through on something that we intend or... The push and pull of wanting something, desire, or not wanting something, aversion, can throw us off. We can get caught in the moment and not work out or eat well, or for me, go to bed on time. And instead we get stuck on autopilot and we walk aimlessly through our life and we, we suffer even more because of it. This plan that we are putting together which we're calling goal setting <clears throat> because that's what most people understand as a concept but it's much bigger than that. It's not just something that we're going to, you know, write some goals down and never look at it again. It is actually about looking deeper and understanding ourselves and understanding our plan for transformation. Remember, at the last 8% project of which this podcast is a part, we use our biggest challenges as opportunities to transform. We want to create the best versions of ourself. So it's about figuring out our greatness, our strength, of which we have abundance, but sometimes forget or don't have access to. Yes, life is difficult, but we can form a great response. We have it inside of us. We have everything we need to be successful. We are strong and powerful. And if we don't have a plan, if we don't access it, then we can start to feel defeated and feel disempowered and disillusioned. And we can become, if we're not careful, bitter and resentful and cynical. And I don't want that to happen to you. But the truth is, it's not what I want for you. It's what do you want for you? That's why we need to go a little deeper, which is what you will find in this series. As Abraham Maslow said, what is necessary to change a person is to change his or her awareness of themselves. So we need to look deeper, and then we need to craft a plan that helps us understand why we want to change, what gives us juice, so that we can make good decisions in those moments. Of temptation in those difficult moments so we can lead the courageous life, the hero, heroine's journey life that we want to lead and be proud of so that our difficult moments don't get in our way and stop us, but instead we use them as that path to transformation so we don't live with regret. Ryu Murakami said, if you don't know what you want, you'll never find it. So that is where we're going with this workshop series. And it starts with story. So whether you know it or not, we are all living a story. That is how our brain makes sense of the world, how it makes meaning. The brain is, if nothing else, a meaning-making machine. So we live a story that includes important events, important characters, important learning, transformation, and a growing sense of who we are as we go through each stage of our life. So I want you to start thinking of your life as a story. In fact, in this series, we're going to write our life story. For goals to work on a daily basis, they need at least two things. Number one, to be very clear. And number two, to be connected to something that has meaning for us. That's what we know from the literature. Why clarity? Why meaning? Because there is so much noise in our lives and we are so busy and we can get thrown off if our goals are not clear. And we feel bad about ourselves when that happens. Goals make our intention move from being invisible and liable to be obscured by the noise and the busyness and the temptation in the moment to something that is visible, more tangible, more concrete. That is why we need Clear goals. That's why clarity matters. And then, number two, we need to connect our goals to a story, to something that is meaningful to us, to the deep down why in our lives, to something that describes the transformation that we desire, that will lead to our best life. Why? So that they increase their pull on us, which means that our goals will grab us and increase the probability that we will take action. And action is so important. Momentum is so important. And goals are the way to get that started. And attaching goals to meaning is especially important so that we do get the life we want. So I don't want to get too much into talking about the science of goal setting. I'd rather just let it inform the series, which is what we're going to do. But I'll just say this. We know clarity and meaning matter. We also know that more challenging goals are way more important than no goals or easy goals. That's what the literature tells us. And there's really four discrete ways that goals help us. Number one, they increase our knowledge, our awareness of choice. Goals narrow our attention And they direct our effort towards activities that move things forward. And it makes us realize we have a choice. We have autonomy. Number one. Number two, it increases our effort. Goals make us work harder for longer. Again, when they're especially attached to meaning. Number three, it increases our persistence. Goals make us more willing to work through setbacks. Because they are connected to a bigger purpose, a bigger story. And finally, they help us change behavior. If we are not clear about what matters to us and where we want to go, then why change it all? Change is not easy. Why not just stay as we are? So goals help us see that we have choice, increases our effort, our persistence, and finally, it helps us change behavior. So to start, and this will be the only task that is part of this episode, but wait, there's so much coming in the rest of the series, I'm gonna ask you very few questions that I want you to start to reflect on. And again, reflect as you're walking, but then go sit down when you get home and write down your answers. But these questions get to our commitment level, to doing the goal-setting workshop, but more importantly, to transformation and change. Remember, and this is really important, you do not have to do anything. The choice is always yours. You have autonomy. So I'm going to ask you four questions. Number one, how committed are you to doing this and to transformation? Whatever that transformation is for you. So there's almost two parts to this. One is how committed are you to doing this goal-setting workshop And I want you to use a scale of one to seven for that. And then how committed are you to transformation? Because there's kind of two parts. And again, use one to seven for that. And one is not very. And seven is absolutely all in. So where are you? I want two numbers. One for how committed you are to doing this workshop. And then how committed you are to transformation. Second question. Why didn't you pick a lower number? Seriously. Describe why you didn't pick a lower number. And I don't really care. That sounds a bit harsh, but I don't really care what you write. But just write down why didn't you pick a lower number? That's question two. Question three Imagine now that you have fully committed to the steps and the change and the transformation that matters to you. What would you get out of this? How would your life change? Again, please describe and write for as however long you want. But I'll ask the question again. Imagine now that you've fully committed to the steps and the change and the transformation that matters to you. What would you get out of this? How would your life change? And finally, number four, why is that important to you? And I'm specifically talking about number three. So what would you get out of this is really question number three. And then number four, why is that important to you? And again, write as little or as much as you want. In the show notes, I will tell you how you can download like a worksheet so you can have a central place to do this work over the course of the series. And as you can tell, we are only in episode one, and there's already so much content. So just... Feel your feet on the ground, standing tall, looking around, feeling grateful, feeling your belly rise and fall, moving to our three-by-three, three. three mindful breaths, and try to breathe right down into your toes, feel the whole body breathe. Move to three gratitudes. And now three goals for the day. What do you want to get done today? What really matters to you? Maybe it's writing down these answers to these first four questions. wonderful. That's our three by three. And again, you can use this little tool at any point during the day as a way to refocus, get off autopilot and think about, okay, time to take charge. So as we're finishing, I want you to think about how you can bring this energy of movement and mindfulness and mental training into the day. Michelangelo said, the great danger for most of us lies not in setting our aim too high and falling short, but in setting our aim too low and achieving our mark. So bringing this energy into the day, have a wonderful day.